You know that thing you've always been too scared to go for? It seems like you'll never have the guts. Then a cancer diagnosis. And doing that thing becomes way less scary. I would know. I've always wanted a black belt. And today, the only thing standing in my way is a few wooden boards. It's been a lot of hard work and five years since I beat cancer at Ohio Health. Bring it on. You keep making plans. Visit OhioHealth.com slash keep making plans to learn more. This, 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 Fight Disciples. It's Tuesday night at 6.30. It's on Radio City Talk. I mean only one thing. We are the Fight Disciples with Nick Pete and Adam Cattle. And this week, we've got a special show. We are coming at you live and unleashed from Derry Matthews ABC. Atmosphere. In the Did you hear the atmosphere centre. then in the background? That's then. it. You know, we've got buzzers, man. Bags, yeah, buzzers right. going on. We've got Derry on the bag now, just creating a bit of atmosphere well, in the background. That doesn't sound like Derry, to be honest with you. I don't think he hits the bag that hard these days. <laughs> but we're also joined by a special guest for this part of the show. We're going to have, obviously, we'll have Derry on later. We've got plenty of the lads here. We've got title fights coming up for the boys in the gym. But we've got to start with the main man, obviously. The big man is back. We had him on the show briefly last week with a world-exclusive Muhammad Ali trophy. David Price is coming back at the Echo Arena. We're in the gym with him now, Adam. The boy looks well, in great shape. You do look well, Pricey. However, I just want to make a comment on uh, socks with sandals. What's the crack? It's just a temporary measure that before I get in the shower. No, it's not something I'd walk around in, around the, the streets of Liverpool. It's just wild. He'll be, wearing cro- he'll be wearing Crocs next, this yeah. lad, won't he? <laughs> yeah. He'll be having the Crocs, Crocs on. and socks. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're looking in unbelievable shape. Is it falling off you or what? The, weight, the weight's dropping off, yeah. And, um, do you know what? I'd, I've just, just said to Joe Mack over there, um, I, do feel, I do feel good. I'm flying. Um, the key for me is staying healthy. Mm. You know, I, I, I'll always put 100% effort in the gym, but... It seems the last couple of years I, I, I did suffer with getting sickness and bugs, uh, uh, you know, and they were setting me back time after time. And kids, I, and that, mate. It's kids. They bring kid, all sorts back from school. That That's what well it is. Kick them out. Kick them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can go and live on the streets. But there's also a few other things that were, that were probably affecting it, you know. Um, dri- driving up and down to Sheffield and things mm. like that were probably taking its toll on my body and I weren't getting the quality rest I probably needed. Um, and I did get sick an awful lot, so now the key is to stay stay healthy, and and I can just keep I can just keep uh, just keep going up, you know, because uh, I've got five weeks till a fight. We're happy where I'm at. The weight's dropping off me. Um, it, yeah, I can't complain really. Hmm. Every time we do an interview, you you do it with your top off, which is yeah, which yeah, is yeah. thanks for keeping it is, that. It is, yeah. Keep That's that rolling, man. We keep that going. Yeah, that's the uh, fight disciples thing we've got going, isn't it? We have to do it topless. It's just next time I'll be doing it bottomless. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, obviously first time been down the gym since since Joe Mack came on board. I haven't seen Joe Mack since he was an active pro himself. I've seen him take the glover on the pads there as well. Look like a tremendous pad man. Obviously, was that part of the influence? You know, the, the the triumphant that you've got in the gym here, the three mans. Um, yeah, um, George, Jerry, and yeah, Joe. The three yeah, of them. yeah, definitely. They, 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 you know, they, they come as a package and as a team, and they've all got their own um, qualities, and and all the lads are benefiting from something from each of them. Um, you know, I had, initially yeah, it was a conversation I had with Joe Mac out on Stephen Smith's stag do and I beat her, um, just sitting talking boxing. I liked the way he was talking, and uh, you know, I, I, he knows what he's talking. About. He's a student of the game, and he always has been, and obviously. Um, you know, the the gyms here to come up and, and I started having a look and tried out with Derry and 
I just it just felt like the natural place to come to. Um, and then George started coming back in and adding his, his uh, quality and experience to it. So well, I can't complain. It's uh, it's going well. Did you go out to Ibiza knowing in the back of your mind you couldn't lay it to rest that you were going to come back? Or no, was we went it, out on the last, mate. It, well, I know that, but was, it, was you swayed by Joe Mack? How important was that conversation and going, yeah. you know what, if I am going to do it, this is one of the people I want to do it with? Do you know what? Yeah, it, it probably did because one, one of the things I did say was that... Um, I was going to stay local. That that was that was definite. I was staying local. I'm not I'm not a tra- I'm not a good traveller. I don't I don't travel well. Uh, I prefer to be in my, in my own surroundings. I prefer to have be able to have quality rest instead of driving up and down. And if I was going to stay local, and then it was a matter of of who. Um, and then when I had that conversation at all, you know, could be onto something here, but I still had to come and and, and have, a, have a see it for myself. And I did, and and Teddy played that big part then. And, and Taking the next, the next step for me, and you know, I didn't want to um, make too much of a big deal about looking for a new setup again either, because I've done that in the past where I've gone all over the country trying different coaches, and by the time you you try the last coach, you forget what the first coach was like, and it, it's too many cooks spoil the broth type of thing, and this was the only place I came to. I just come in, I was like, this is it, I'm staying here. It's 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 well good enough. I'm staying here, so it's uh, it's going well, and, and hopefully the proof will, will be in the pudding. You know? Good camaraderie, isn't it? It's like what you said on the show last week when we were on the phone. F- learning and fighting and training around other fighters, something that you've not done before. I haven't done it since I've, since I went to the GB? Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was on my own with uh, Franny for years, and then when I went up to Dave Colwell, he was a one one in one out system. He had going on with the lads, so it was always just me and the coaching. It's good for quality one on one coaching, but. You get that as well in here because there's three trainers, there's always someone watching you and, and on your back, you know, and, and telling you when you're making a mistake. But you train alongside lads, these, these lads are young, hungry, quality fighters. And I'm probably working 20% harder without even realising it because I'm trying to keep up with, with these fellas type of thing. So, uh, you know, uh, it can only um, look, put it this way, it can't be any, it can't get any worse than where it was, you know, so it can only help, you know. Is the main key, obviously we've seen you there today, Danny tells us you, you've found out there's two six o'clocks in the daytime now because he's got you at the track <laughs> in the first thing in the morning, but you're here doing circuits as well. Is that the fundamentally what it is, Pricey? Is it fitness? Is that what yeah. it's down to? My conditioning, I mean, obviously my last fight, the conditioning was was not up to scratch, you know. I didn't I didn't train to compete in a fight of, of that nature. None of me training was geared towards a fight like that, you know, the, the, it was a good eye action, eye paced heavyweight fight and we were both blown, we were both blown, blown out of our asses and he managed to outlast me. Now, ring rustiness may have played a part, look, you know, I, I only had two, three and a half rounds before that fight in the previous 18 months, he'd just come off a 12 round win and, and you know, it, it's another defeat where I can, I can go, where I have to say, I haven't lost to someone who's better than me, yeah. and and that's the frustrating thing about it. Um, where where I did go through a training camp and do twelve rounds of sparring and things like that, as I went right in training and in an ideal world I would have been I would have postponed the fight and it did cross my mind, but it was an opportunity to to get a world title shot really because that's what it, what it was essentially that fight and. It, it was a gamble, and I took the gamble, and, and it and it didn't pay off. And after it, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. You know, I'm not I'm not going to fight again. But then, as the weeks went by, that you know, I, it was it was in my head that I, I did owe it to myself to at least get in the best shape possible 
And if that was to happen, then we'd go, all right. Yeah. Just not good enough. But I think everyone has agreed that Christian Amme isn't a better fighter than me. He just had that little bit more in the tank on that night. And, and I fell into the trap of fighting his fight. But, you know, um, I'm coming back now with, with you know, I've seen a thing in the echo last week. Um, David Prentice, like, kind of defending me. And you know, that, that was nice of him. But I don't really want people to have to... F- feel sympathy towards me or defend me yeah. and and he didn't do it in a patronising way you know it was, it was good of him but you know don't feel sorry for me mate and if people don't like it that's up to them don't yeah. watch me I'm not promising I'm going to do anything all I'm saying is I'm going to fight, carry on fighting I'm, you know if, you, if you've got a problem with that yeah, you yeah. you deal with it I'm, I'm, I'm still in it to, to earn a living and, and while I'm healthy and young enough and I've got a second lease of life here then I'll keep doing it as long as I please, you know. It sounds like you're nice and positive. You're only looking forward. I'm I'm a stickler for watching fights, reporting live on fights, and then I love watching them back afterwards to see if my criticism was right or whatever else. I'll be honest, your last fight, I can't watch it back. I've, I've, it's one of the only fights I can't watch back because t- yeah. the thought of it turns me stomach. Well, the thing is, I, I would normally not watch a defeat, but I watched that fight straight after it because I got out that ring and I knew... I knew my heart, I give and left everything I had in the ring. So I couldn't kick myself. Yeah. I couldn't be hard on myself because, and, I, and, and that's why I win as eight after the fight because, you know, give it, say, give it an everything fight uh, in every fight. But when I got knocked out in Germany, I was heartbroken, I was in tears. You know, after this one, I was like, everything I can, well, you know, there's only so, so many times you can, you can um, be, you know, kill yourself after the fight and, punish yourself so I didn't punish myself after this fight um, and I watched it and it wasn't a bad performance I just didn't have it in the tank mm. to sustain that type of fight and all the wrestling and everything else it just played right into his hands and then because I decided then I was like I'm not going to fight I started watching all my other defeats <laughs> and, and I watched myself get knocked out cold and I promised I'd never watch that yeah, yeah. and I watched it and I was like even that wasn't as bad that I had it in my mind yeah. you know it's just well, you, you always picture it as well worse, but I watched it and, and it kind of like put a laid a ghost to rest for me. And uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't walk around with any shame after the last fight. I carried shame after I got knocked out because we, we were talking about the other week in here. It's one of the hardest things to deal with when you first get knocked out is the shame of it. But once you've, you've experienced it and you can accept that it's part of the game, then you know, you, you just accept that it's part, you know, part of the course type of thing, you know. Yeah, especially in the heavyweight division, mate. You know what I mean? Exactly that. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and look, who's to say it won't happen again? But but if it does, I won't be as disappointed as last time. And that's that's the kind of the beauty. It might sound like a defeatist attitude, but I've got, I've got nothing to lose at all. I mean, because in, in everyone's eyes, I'm crap. I've chinny. I've got no balls and this and that. So what have I got to lose in getting in there yeah. and, and and having another go? You know what I mean? So what's the plan? Um, in the back of your mind, what's uh, the ambition? Well, well, eight rounds are on the show, and then um, possibly a, a ten rounder, and then a British title, a British title fight, win a British title, and see what comes from there. That, that's that's the that's the short term plan. I'm not coming. I'm not. I'm not even thinking about going. Oh, I'll get to world level because I've tried and failed. But who knows? Or, you know, won't rule it out. In in these conditions, I mean, where I'm happy in the gym, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to be getting better quality rest and coming to the peak of my life as a, as a human being to me mid-30s which I've always thought would be the case because if you look at me 
when I was what 27 let's compare myself to Tyson Fury and Joshua I was still like a boy yeah. you know where everyone develops at different rates so I think coming to me peak as a human being as well so that that might play yeah back. I'm peaking I'm peaking now at 36 where are you at yeah. I'm 40 I'm, I'm past my peak now are you passed have you gone levels are plummeting by the minute <laughs> <laughs> Good job you've had all the kids now then, it's done, isn't it? They're out of the way, man. <laughs> Regarding um obviously Derry, what do you what are you now in your game at the stage that you are at your career? What do you believe that you are learning on a day to day basis? Or is it all purely about how you look after yourself body wise? No, it, it uh, you, you never stop learning. You never stop learning. And when you've got you've got people like George Vaughan watching you. Can I just say, why does George never speak to us? No, he doesn't. Yeah, you've know. got people like him watching you. He's been in the game for how many years? <laughs> 50 years or 30, 40 years. You know, what he, what he doesn't know, you could write on the back of a stamp. And then you've got you've got Derry. You know, I looked at a text that I sent to Derry after his world title fight against um, Terry Flanagan. And I'd just come back at this time and, and I said to him, your never say die attitude has been part of my decision to carry on fighting. This was after, this was my last comeback because look at where Derry was. Oh my God, and, and if there's if there's anywhere you need to look for inspiration to, for someone who's come back from the brink, it's him and he's, and he's, he's there now pushing me and training me. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't need any more. He's been there in spades and come back and yeah. fought for a world title. Exactly that, exactly that. So, you know, I'm taking on board everything that's getting said because he's been he's been in the same position and and come out on the other side. Regarding promotion, because obviously you've worked with the Sowlands a lot. We've had them on the show a lot recently, and I know that they're obviously got you on the World Boxing Super Series show here in Liverpool. What's the plan, or is it just play it by ear? I haven't got a promoter, but but the Sowlands are, are like um, you know, I'm really close to them. They, they've they've been brilliant from the way I go when it, when I first signed with them. And we're out of contract at the moment, but what they've, what they've said is, look, you, if you want to fight on this show, you can fight and, and we'll, we'll look after you type of thing. And um, I'll, I'll probably forever be in, in, indebted to the Shaolins, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll always be good mates. And wherever I could help them, which I probably wouldn't be able to, but I would, but they're helping me as well. And there's that many of them super serious shows. They, mm. they may even give me another slot on another one. You never know. Mm. Um, so promotionally wise, I'm, I'm a free agent, I think. Well, yeah, and I am, but uh, that's okay because there's many different promoters. It's all right, we're going into it, aren't we? We're going into a bit of promotion. We'll sort you out. We'll, you know, 10, 10, 15. Yeah. How, 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 how many do you reckon? 15%? We'll do that, won't we? Yeah. I thought you were selling 15 million quid. For me. <laughs> 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 Listen, mate, pleasure as always. You've always been dead kind to us with your yeah, time and what have you, mate. Listen, I'll let you get on with the rest yeah, of your day because we've got uh, this geezer wee's yeah. new workout to talk about in a minute. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. cracking that, isn't it? Yeah, it's cracking. Brilliant. Someone tried to pull it out the other night. Someone nearly got their head and took off the shoulders. <laughs> is he allowed to shower it? Is he allowed, is he allowed to wash it? To well, we'll have a bit of a crack with him in a minute. We'll get stuck in. Uh, David Price, nice one, mate. Um, nice. Stick around. You listen to Radio City Talk because we're going to be speaking to uh, Derry Matthews next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. If you only just join us, where have you been, man? You've just missed Biggin, David Price, talking about his comeback coming up at the Echo Arena shortly. We are now with one of the guys, the main inspirations behind this comeback, and his own gym as well, Danny Matthews, ABC. Good to see you, champ. You're looking really well. Oh, good, Nick. All Comeback good. on the cards for you as well, no, mate. You're looking lean. No, I'm, I think I'm just lean because they're running around and doing it for these pros in the gym. Um, but there's no comeback for me. I'm here, <laughs> I'm here to help the lads. Um, 
get to where they want to be in their career and and I'm happy. Seriously, on that, I, I was joking then about a comeback, but just on that point though, the Masher fight, obviously Masher's fighting Tom Stalker, but there was talk, Masher wanted to fight you or vice versa, I don't know what it was. Was there any truth in that ever? Or? I just think he, I just think they wanted it for publicity. I think maybe to raise his profile in Liverpool. He's only well known in Birkenhead and Liverpool is just a normal novice fighter. Mm. Um, but that was never on the cards. No, it was never on the cards. They never, they never come to me with a contract. He said that they did, and Steve would know. Steve would, Steve would's a clever man. Yeah, Steve yeah. Wood is a businessman. And nine times out of ten, even ten out of ten, I'd say I'd beat him every day of the week and twice on a Sunday. Yeah. Before church, and it's just one of them things. Yeah. The gym now, though, uh, obviously buzzing. Before we come on to big pricey, you got a full gym here today. You got. John Mack taking people on the pads. You got George spouting his incredible knowledge. We're growing a stable, and to be honest, we've had to refuse a few fighters. Um, we've got Craig Glover, who Tony Bellew manages, looks after. To me, he's the dark horse of the camp. He's going to be, he's going to be knocking on the door for for big titles. Um, JJ Metcalf, everyone knows who JJ is. The son of Shane Eddy, yeah. ready to fight for a British eliminator. Ryan Morehead. Fighting for the central area title. He looks super sharp on super the pads sharp. before. He's, he's flying, he's flying. And it helps that he's fighting the Southpaw and Joe was a top, mm-hmm. top world-class Southpaw fighter himself. So that that always helps. Then we've got another kid, Nathan Bennett, um, who's just turned pro with Steve Woods, who's a very, very good kid. He's just beat the world number one from Ukraine. And then we've also got, everyone knows, Super Sam Maxwell. Super Sam, yeah. Um, just missed out on the Olympic Games. Two-time NBA champion. Yeah. Um, he boxed Lamachenko twice. So we're, we're in a good, we've got a good stable, I think. You know, we're growing. Um, I'm just here, you know, to to coach them and and to, to help them in every way I can. Um, I've always had a big mouth as a boxer. Um, but as a coach, I'm going to let them do the talking. Sam's floating around the gym there. He's just come back from a fortnight on holiday in Greece where he tells me he sparred some locals. On his holiday, he sparred some locals, which as a coach must have had you, you know, don't spare. I weren't happy with it. Um, I want to know why on earth he took his head guard, his gloves, his gum shields. In that case, it went off by the pool or something. And I said to him, what, 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 what possessed that? you? What, 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 what? <laughs> Did he say to his bed? Yeah. I, I want to take my head guard and gloves in case we have a spa in the room. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Who does that? Him. Yeah, yeah. That's just the way he is. And he sent us all pictures. He was tweeting all pictures. And I was like, yo, this fight is crazy. Yeah. But he, he is what he is. He's a he's a top fighter. And Fortnite away there, he stripped off to do his circuit. And there must be about 8% body fat. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, one of, he's a freak. Um. But again, all the lads in camp, you know, they all knuckle down. The, the full-time pros, um, they don't work. They've got, you know, they have to get sponsorships to be pros, and you know, we're in a, we're in a good position with all the fighters. Um, do you miss it or do you love it? Do you love this stage of your career now, or do you miss being on the other side? I don't miss getting punched. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, but I think I've been one of the lucky ones where. I've come right out of fighting, right into... I got beat on the Saturday. I was in here on a Monday morning holding pads for JJ. I think I've just fitted right in, Yeah. if you know what I mean. And, you know, I know a lot of fighters, you know, who, who, who go into a bit of depression or they don't find anything to do when they stop boxing. But I always had the gym set up because I knew that. Because I'm one of them, I'm one of them fellas where 
if I when I started drinking, I wouldn't stop. If I when I started running, I wouldn't stop running. I'm one of them. Yeah. I've got a, I'm one of them. What's it? I've, I, I did yeah. it. Yeah, where everything I do, I go full full committed at it, and I've gone full committed at the coach the coaching. Um, the missus ain't too happy, but it's it is what it is. She's got to live with it. Especially a new addition in the house, mate. You know what I mean? How's that treating yeah, you? No, well, I'm getting out the house early to get a break. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm leaving the house at half five in the morning. I've been with the lads on the track this morning at six o'clock. Um, so you're away for feeds, man. You get yeah, out of the way. Get out of the way for the first nappy. I've been lucky. The baby's sleeping from eight in the night till nine in the morning. Oh, my neck. So what are you doing? I'm lucky that way. Um, and I've got a, a, my sister looks after the baby a lot for us. And me, I think my wife's got a load of there's four sisters. So we're lucky in that way, do you know what I mean? Um, and apart from that, I'm enjoying the coaching. And went back home this morning, bit of porridge, blah, blah, and then I left again to come back to the gym and the baby was still asleep. So, so. you're doing all the fun stuff. You're turning up, she, the baby's like going, this guy's the fun guy. Yeah. Comes in, it. five, ten minutes, he's the, he's the fun guy. I'm and then into, I'm not into changing them nappies. That's it. <laughs> Rev them up, chuck a lot of chocolate in. I'd like to distance myself from all those comments. <laughs> I, do, I do everything else, right? I go home overnight, back the baby feed, give it a last feed. That's, that's my job. Regarding this here, we'll just be speaking about the professional angle of, of what's going on here, but you're doing other stuff as well for, for the community, of which we see on a regular basis on all social medias, and it's getting massive accolades, not just here in Liverpool, but nationwide as well people are starting to make uh, yeah. starting to take notice of what you're doing yeah just uh, everyone over there the little gym um, it's just to be honest I think the people of the Liverpool the people of the community have make, made it grow the people who come in here I've always said that it's not how good your gym is it's the atmosphere in the gym yeah. it's the people the people make the gym I could I could not be in here like uh, for instance I'm not here tomorrow I'm on a driving awareness course <laughs> thanks <laughs> right right <laughs> right thanks to Foz Right, <laughs> thanks to Foz, right? I'm going to have an awareness. Come on, grab him. What's happened? What's happened? What's happened? Right. No, what's happened? What's happened? Right, right. I'm not a grass or nothing, but we're driving along in the car. Anthony Fowler's weighing in, and he goes, yeah, watch this. So I'm watching his phone. Ah. Live. I'm watching him, and the police car's next to me, and dummy for watching someone else's phone. So thanks, shouldn't take your, You shouldn't take your eyes off the road, but that's bad. You know what I mean? You should be finding a couple there. of weeks' wages there, son. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, as I said, like tomorrow, the gym will run itself because hmm. Elliot won't do that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but the people at the, the gym will come into their own circuits and someone will take charge, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah. You can leave the gym open all day and night. Um, and it's one of them places where the people make the gym, and, and I'm grateful to all of them. And regarding the disability classes oh, as yeah, well. The disability has started with Mark Orlick, um, who, who runs a disability football team, brought them down. Brought a couple of disabled kids down to do boxing. And he went back, he went, Terry, he loved it. I went, no, what, just bring them in. We'll go with bring them in every week. That's, that's, that's the night feeds. Uh, that's the night feeds, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll bring them in every week, and then all of a sudden, bang. We just, I said, no, what, I want to do this every week. And it's just grew and grew and grew, and then, you know. How many kids come down then on a weekly basis? Because I have 30, Elliot, 30. Oh, 30 coming in. Um, some nights you might get 10. But there's about five kids who have, it sounds mad, have had to step up from a disability of boxing to come to full-time circuits because they're getting nothing out of it because, you know, you've got to limit the circuits yeah, yeah. for them. And now they're in the full-time, full-time wow. circuits, doing things what 
they've never done before. Running hills, slam balls, kettlebells, prowler, punch bags, on the pads for people. And the, the fellas in, and the women in the normal circuits, the open circuits, they just welcome them with open arms and, you know, they push each other on. So that's it's, the key. It's that's what boxing does, isn't it? It's, it's, an, inclu- it's an inclusive it's community. And we get so much bad cred- uh, like credit, you know what I mean? And we get so publicity. Yeah, bad person. And at the same time, it, it brings people together. Yeah, it does. Especially like that. And you're putting on shows as well, which yeah. they're training for. Yeah. Nick, training. Nick's volunteering, by the way, next time. He's, he's up for it. He's up for a good hiding. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, to be honest, lads, I was thinking of you two topping the bill. Fight, fight Do you reckon? Do you reckon? Could you drop? Could you get down in weight? Easy work. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of you two. How did I know that you caused trouble today? I was thinking you two, top on the bill, fighting each other on our, on our, on our disability boxing show. <laughs> you cheap support <laughs> from Foz. You giving them a chance to get a rematch there, Foz? I hit you with that many lefts, you begged for a right. I hit you last time, you thought it was the referee. <laughs> but is there any plans to do more yeah, of those shows? Yeah, we're Christmas. Mm. Um, we're having a big show at Christmas. And disability boxing, pros v the disability kids again. Mm. Um, hopefully we can get a few Manchester fighters down this time, spread it out a bit more. Yeah. And regarding the 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 way that the community received that, I mean, so many people turned up to the last one, didn't yeah, they, yeah. To, to come and welcome sold the lads out. do the thing. It was sold out, yeah. yeah. I think everyone wanted to see Foz get done in. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, it was a, it was a good night. A few quid was raised. Yeah, yeah. And bought them all new equipment. Um, new gloves, head guards, and all that for them, for them. So, I was happy with that, and most importantly, they enjoyed it. You know, they might never get that achievement again. They might want to. be honest, I didn't think any of them want to do it again. Mm. Come back the following Thursday. Where's the next show? When's my next? When's my next fight? <laughs> like, they come in at two o'clock, the lads. When the pros are just finishing. Brilliant. So you always see the pros and go, oh, "I want you to rematch." And <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. And I think it was the first time I've ever seen Kid Shamrock put on his back, so he, he ran over twice in his fight, so it was a good night. From their point of view as well, from, from a pro's point of view, it's good for them to yeah. be involved in, in things well, like that. He's loving it, even when, like, the pros, said, the pros are finishing, the lads are coming in, they speak to them and give them a bit of encouragement, yeah. tell them what to do. And it's real. It's real, it's, proper, it's, proper, it's a proper gym, you know what I mean? These, are coming in, these lads are coming in and sparring each other and on the bags and... You'd have to come down and you go, mm. wow, these are do everything what normal people can do. These some you'd look at someone and go, these aren't disabled. These haven't got a disability. Does anybody does anybody fancy a crack at pricey? Is uh, anybody getting a bit lippy? Gets, oh no, I've got a tall kid, Dylan. He boxed Sam last he box yeah, he boxed Sam last time. Um he stopped Sam. Yeah. So he wants pricey next. <laughs> 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 I'm looking forward to setting it up. That's coming at Christmas. Christmas, yeah. To be honest, Elliot Foz, he's gonna um, he's gonna play a massive part in in setting it up. Um, everyone, not, I'm busy with the pros full full time and the amateurs and the circuit classes. So we're gonna let Elliot do a job. Yeah. So if it doesn't run too well, he gets the blame. We just spoke then earlier about obviously we had we had Pricey on the show, but you know we can't let you go without asking you about Pricey and where he is. The obvious question that everyone asks is, oh, but he's mentally weak. He's anything but mentally weak. Is that you know? Would you agree? Yeah, he hasn't got a mental problem. Let me tell you now, he's he's most most the mentally strong person in the gym. He's it, you tell him like people like when I, when he's come back, people say oh, he's not going to do it. Believe me. I, I, if he wins a British title, I'd be the happiest man in the world. Uh, if he wins a British, I think he'd be happy. But 
you know, he's only being beat. I'm putting that down to his fitness um, and, and the, the camp she's had. This camp, this fight, you know, there's three coaches in the gym pushing him on his back. We had him the other day on the tempo. Turn over 1,200 shots in six rounds for an heavyweight, and I mean power shots. That that's frightening. That's frightening stuff. And you know, it's, it's, I think he, b- he believes in himself as well. I think he's always believed in himself. But yeah. now, I can, we, we're in the part of camp now where he's putting it all in the tank. He's getting the getting the tank filled. So when it does get tough in a fight, he can go. You know what? I've got it here. I can go again here. Let's mm. go to the next level. I, I've got what it takes. Um, and the running track, he's keeping up with the lads. He's keeping up with ten stone fighters on the track. So he's an athlete, you know. For a big fella, he's an athlete, and you know, I'm just I'm looking forward to it. I'm not honest. I think after his last fight I, and the man, obviously, clearly, he wasn't fit enough to be in there, and, he, and as he says himself, ran out of gas. But I think after that fight, I thought, oh, psychologically, now how can he come back? He's gonna have to see a sports psychologist. Gonna have to come back. Gonna have to rebuild. And then when I heard he'd gone with you, I thought, perfect, because Derry's done it. Derry's been there. Derry can speak to him on that level. But you're saying he walked in the gym confident anyway. Yeah, he walked in co- in confidence, and I was like, "What?" You, you know expected I mean? him to be damaged, to be a bit like, yeah, oh, you and, know. and he's not. And, and let me tell you now, anything you ask him to do, he does. Slacked us more in quarter six. We didn't have to start till six. In the gym, told many shots, circuits. You've just you've seen for yourselves today what he's about, and he's got it. He has got it, and it's just about someone and the right people getting it out of him. And being in the air training with JJ, Sam Maxwell, Craig Glover, mm-hmm. Nathan Bennett, you know, the pushing, Ryan Moorhead, they, they're encouraging. You know, you're the featherweight on the bag. You want to do twice as much. Yeah, Stay yeah. And he's like that, wow. Yeah. And he's getting fit, and he doesn't even know he's getting fit. If you know what I mean? He's throwing yeah. shots where he didn't even know he could throw. Of course. So it was yeah. like in that circuit when he noticed Sam was doing a press up included there in his go. bungee. He was like, why is he doing that? Oh, I'm going to do that then. There you go. And that, it's competitive where he's been on his own. Mm. And I'm I'm the same. I need to train with someone. And if someone's beating me, I want to beat them. On a track this morning, he was like, ah, I want to keep up with these. Yeah. That, that's the attitude you've got to have. It's a t- it's once you get in there, you're on your own. But in in camp, you need a team around you, a, a team of top athletes. And and he's in that he's in that position now. And you know, he knows what he's capable of. We know what he's capable of. And I'll give it a few fights, and I think Britain will know. You know that David Price is back. Looking forward to it. Uh, you listen to Radio City Talk. We're at Derry's gym. Uh, still more to come. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. We are still here. We are still live at Derry ABC. And if you're just tuning in, you've missed Big Pricey. You've missed the man himself, Derry Matthews. But we have also joined by another special guest, the one and only Jay Metcalf. Hello, mate. Looking nice and sharp, Jay. Looking, looking lean and mean. <laughs> just getting back in now. Um, fighting on the 21st of October, so I'm starting now. Going over to Marbella on Friday as well with George, so Great. looking forward to that. How, 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 hang on a minute. How hard is that? Going over to Marbella knowing full well that you've got to do some work, mate. <laughs> it's, it is hard. It's hard work, isn't it? It's just... It's, <laughs> Um, no, it's enjoyable as well. Like all the lads there as well. So what's the what's the the, the, the whole thing about going over to Marbella? Is it the quality of sparring that's over there? Is yeah. it the setup over there? Or are you similar to what your dad? Do you like to get away? Yeah, I like to get away as well. But this is just more or less for Ryan Moore. Really, he's got a fight coming up and he's going over sparring. So George is going over. So we're all just going over with them because we haven't really got to be there because. We've got so long till we're fighting, but 
it's a church. It's my okay, look at the look at the grin on his face. He's like going, just going for an holiday. I've told I've told I've told every I've told her indoors that you know everything's sound, mate. I'm on my way. No, it's just it's just good to change change things up and get out see a different German. Yeah. How long are you doing? Um, nine nights or ten nights, I think. Ten nights? Jeez, I thought you just going for the weekend, like You're having a you're having a laugh, you aren't you? No, it'd be good to go out, get out with George for a bit, and that, so. Danny's obviously so, there with his own setup in Marbella. Yeah, it's uh, cracking It's a busy gym, well. gym, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's spot on. The facilities there and everything brilliant as well. So, so will you stay at the gym as well? Do, do they, they have like rooms, don't they? don't have like a hotel up attached um, or something like that? Or I think we've got a villa for us. They've got a villa for us to all stay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds Barbecue, like swimming pool, exactly, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Ale on tap, no bother, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, George, make sure we're not on the ale, I think. So when you get over there, who, who takes control of the barbecue? Who's like the, the who's like the main chef? Um, probably Sam, I think. Sam, will, yeah, Sam's yeah. getting stuck on the barbecue. I think. He <laughs> <laughs> gone mad when he sees that. <laughs> Sam's just come back off holiday, and he looks like he's about eight percent body fat. He looked, you know, that must be a sickness when you look at someone <laughs> supposedly been away and chilling out and relaxing. Yeah, he thinks he's he, dead fat as well, and he's scary. Yeah, he's one of these always in shape, Sam. Obviously, this is kind of a new setup for yourself as well, Jay. You know, you've kind of done your own thing. You were with your dad, and then you did bits and bobs. But you're here now at this gym. What's the difference yeah. about this gym of where you've been previously? And obviously, now you're working with George Vaughan as well. Yeah. That's got to be worth its weight in gold. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, um, the only difference really is just being with all the lads. And now I'm used to just being on my own and just cracking down. But you have a laugh with the lads, and so it makes it a bit easier. Yeah. Sparring here yeah. as well, is it? Sparring, there's not much sparring for me, really. Um, no one my weight in the gym, so I always have to travel for sparring. Whereas all the lads like Sam, and Sam's got loads of sparring, really. Gets all the lads from um, Dublin and all that, Tyrone McKenna, and yeah. just all them come over and help. When Daddy was in, he was sparring with them a lot. Um, Tommy Carras was here, they were all around the same weight, so... Yeah. I just have to travel for mine or get them in. Do you feel like your career so far has been a bit of a sleeper because yeah. you haven't had the exposure? Because you, you know, you've built up a lot of wins. You're in double figure, yeah. w- double figure wins now. But you know, we still haven't seen you on prime time television. We still haven't I've seen that exposure. Are you happy about that, out. or are you hating it? I want. I'm, I'm waiting to. I want to get in there and be on the telly. But I think it might do me a favour that it's just gonna. I think it's just gonna happen and like. Before you know it, I'll be fighting for titles, fighting for a British title, eliminated this fight, yeah. and um, win that. Hopefully, win a British title, then and then there will be no avoiding me. Then I'll just be on the. They'll have to put me on the telly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been been a bit unlucky really, but now I'm with Frank Frank Warren. Um, he should have me on Box Nation all the time and. BT Sport, hopefully. This opponent's definitely a step up as well. Only one loss on his record. Yeah. I think he lost to Nick Blackwell, is that right? He got yeah. stopped by Nick Blackwell. Up at middleweight as well, yeah. yeah. So, so it's yeah. Uh, obviously a, a real test. But is this, again, is this what you've been waiting for? This yeah. step up in opponents? This yeah, definitely, yeah. I've been waiting for... Like, I was meant to step up a couple of times and um, the fights just fell through. Not on my half, just like... I don't know what's happened. People have been injured or... And um, they've just had to get different people in last minute. Just frustrating for myself as well. It just feels like you've done all that, nothing, nothing, because you're still getting a win, but you want them to move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I'm looking forward to this fight now. So. 
what, what's Warren said to you? Have, you? have you had a meeting with Warren himself, or with the, the team over there, at Frank Warren's office? Have they got a have they got a plan for you this year? Um, no, I haven't really spoke to them. I've only spoke to Anto, who's um, works with MGM. So I think they've got a plan for me, winning this British title, hopefully, and then just go from there. Just try and keep busy. Ideally, keep would winning. you you know would you rather be doing three or four fights a year? You, you seem like that type Once of fighter yeah. that likes to be in the gym, that likes to be training. Yeah, plus you get paid, mate. If you're doing three or four, you get paid a little bit more, don't you? You know what I mean? Yeah, but well. I've these trips to Marbella aren't cheap, son. You want to get out there, don't you? Telling you. Yeah, um, I've got four fights a year on on my deal, like so. Just stick to that. I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about probably the biggest thing that's going on in fight sports. We're gonna have to talk about uh, Derry's hair. <laughs> I'm only messing, lad. I'm only messing. We are going to say Mayweather McGregor. But I am yeah. going to do. Uh, yeah. I am going to. That's where we are going now. Mayweather McGregor. Come on. What are you thinking about that fight? When you when you see that fight get made, you being a a, a person that is a purist when it comes to <laughs> boxing. What do you think? I'm not that interested in the fight. Um, the build up of his score and funny and that. But I think it's overlooking Canelo and Golovkin. Mm. I'm not really looking forward to that fight. So. We're looking forward to uh, Crawford in Dongo this weekend, aren't we? You know what I mean? Yeah, At 140, that'll be a belter, won't it? Crawford, didn't he? like that Crawford. But I think uh, Mayweather will stop him after four or something. You reckon, you reckon early? Four to six, you know. You reckon? Yeah. No messing there. There you go, prediction from Jade. Do you think Jade is going to be, you know, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. The fact that Conor McGregor is going to be naturally bigger, he's going to be naturally stronger, he's going to use his weight on the inside. He might even use eight-ounce gloves. Does any of this... Natter around the fight. Does any of it actually matter when it comes down to it? No, definitely not. No, we've seen him in with the likes of Alvarez. Alvarez probably bigger than McGregor, you know, physically. And um, I just don't, I just don't see any way he can just come in and just beat Mayweather. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, he might do well for a couple of rounds or something, but I think he's gonna tire as well. I've seen him in like in a few of his UFC fights. His yeah. tires running away, looking at the clock, and, that, and yeah. there'll be no like holding on in there. He won't be able to. And I reckon he's just gonna couple of rounds. He'll work him out and then just put, put the well, pressure on. That's what Mayweather does, isn't it? That's what Mayweather does. He works people out in the first four rounds and yeah, then he yeah. takes them to school. And obviously, with you being a, a similar weight class, you'll be you'll be you'll be knocking the door down for that uh, 180 million dollar dance next time round, won't you? Come through, <laughs> in, in terms of McGregor, though, you know, I've spoke to quite a lot of boxers about it, and a lot of them hate on McGregor because the no, fight. I don't happened. hate him. I think he's done brilliant. He's brilliant for um, he's just entertainment, isn't he? And um, for anyone just you know, to come out of one sport, on the dole, and now he's come in the richest fight sport and go in and face Mayweather, everyone's <laughs> dream. I don't see. Obviously, people are going to be hating on him, aren't they? Because he's just like. They've been working for it for years or so, and it's never happened, and he just comes and does it. But he is brilliant, like, he's yeah. great to watch as well. He's funny as well. He's, he's, he's Obviously, he's a superstar, and he's transcended yeah. that sport, which is why he's getting this fight. But is there anything that Conor McGregor fans, if you like, can cling to? Is there anything that he takes in there that Mayweather may even be wary of? Um, I just can't see it. No. no. Can't. Short answer, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's honest. He can punch. He's a big puncher, like. But I just don't. How many think big he's punches has Mayweather faced before? I don't think he's got anything that Mayweather won't have seen before. 
Really? Have you done any sparring yourself with any MMA fighters? Do they do anything unusual? Are they hard to read? Um, I don't think I've done much. I've done little bits. I used to do a bit of MMA when I was a bit younger. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Done the grappling and a bit of sparring and cowboy. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be a different type of... Obviously, when you're sparring with them, you're doing like... Um, probably avoiding takedowns and other things that are on your mind. But whereas it's just boxing, I just can't see... Conor McGregor being able to beat him. Do you, think, do you expect McGregor to stay in boxing after this? Depends how well he does, I think. Yeah. If he does all right, then yeah, he'd be, he's, got, he's got the um, 75 the million to get him quid. into any other fight. Well, he? exactly. He ain't ever going to go back to UFC. If he does well in boxing, you know, obviously the lottery punch, whatever. But even if he just does well, yeah. the opportunity to potentially face the winner of Golovkin Triple G, because he's the, he's, he's the pay per view Zor, McGregor. Yeah, I think he's. He'll last longer with Mayweather than he would with Canelo or Golovkin, though. So this British title fight eliminator coming up, is that your perfect opportunity to call out Conor McGregor when you get a win there? <laughs> or are you going to just focus on this Lonsdale belt? Yeah, I'll sign a deal with him. Do a fight in each in there and then in the cage after it. If he said that to you, he said, listen, Jay, you can come and fight me, you're going to earn 50, but it's going to have to be in a cage. Would, would you be up for that? Or? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do for ten for the money, DK. <laughs> JJ, top man. Thank you so much for your time, mate. All the best with your camp up to uh, up to October. Uh, we've got plenty still to come this week, haven't we? We're talking Terence Crawford on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you get on our website, fightdisciples.com, have a little bit of a nosy there. And then on Thursday, I've no doubt, we'll be moaning about uh, Paulie Malinagy still crying over everything that's going on with uh, Camp Mayweather and uh, Camp McGregor. Uh, you listen to Fight Disciples. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.